God, who fills up with us with every good thing. Now feel free to come in. The chairs are back like this only temporarily. We will have our space again next week, but feel free to come into the middle. The kids will be coming in here in a minute, filling up all around us. Let's worship God. Joy that won't stop and won't 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that we can be here in this place today, worshipping and praising your name. God, today we enter your gates with thanksgiving. We enter your courts with praise. We choose today to worship you. We choose every day to worship you, to praise you, because you are good. You are great. You are victorious and you are worthy of our praise. And so, God, we start this gathering this morning putting you where you should be, at the centre of our hearts, at the focus of our church and of this gathering. Lord, it is all about you. That's why we're out of bed this morning. That's why we have breath in our lungs, because you gave that to us. It is all about you, Lord. And so we give you glory. We give you honour and we praise you today. Lord, have your way in this place. Have your way amongst us today. Holy Spirit, we thank you for your presence that dwells within us, that your presence that is here. Father, we thank you that your arms are open and you call to us. You say, come to me today. Your arms are open. Your heart is open. You're ready to love upon us today. So God, we worship you. And everyone said, Amen. Awesome. Welcome. It is great to have you here this morning. It's great to have the kids up the front worshipping God. So, so cool. Just stay standing for a minute because we're going to move into birthdays and anniversaries in a minute. But first, I just want to welcome you to Activate Church. Great to have you here. Glad you got out of bed this morning and came here. It's going to be a wonderful morning together, the body of Christ. If you're new to Activate Church, if this is your first time, I just want to extend a warm welcome to you. And as you exit the auditorium on the right-hand side, there's some guest packs for you. Um, And so if you can uh, head there after the gathering and receive one of those, we've got a coffee card, we've got some information about the church, and also a card for you to fill in so that we can connect with you later. But welcome to Activate and I hope you feel at home here this morning. Fantastic. Who's had a birthday or wedding anniversary in the last week? If you have, do you want to come up the front, gather around me over here? Some birthdays, wedding anniversaries. Is Joan still up there? Joan, come forward. Your birthday, awesome. How old did you turn? How old? 2024? Happy birthday. Joan's birthday's today. Is she going to come forward? Awesome. Your birthday? Cool. Very cool. Is it, is it today? 
Oh, on Thursday, happy birthday. Any wedding anniversaries? Anyone had a wedding anniversary last week? No? Cool. All right, church, let's stretch out our hands and let's declare a blessing upon these people. Father, thank you for your family. We declare blessing, health, favour, prosperity and protection over them this year. Activate your love and goodness through each one. In Jesus' name, amen. Happy birthday. Awesome. Well, give someone a high five as you take a seat. Kids, you can just sit down where you are. Awesome. Cool. So you'll notice that the, um, the seats look a little different today. So hopefully it hasn't caused stress upon you. The seats are a little bit different because we've had um, Kids for Kids this week. And we've had thousands of kids and parents through our auditoriums every day of the week. So the seats will be back to normal next week. But I, I encourage you, feel free to come forward. You don't need to stay restricted in your seats during the worship. If you do want to come forward, you're most welcome to. We've got a team um, ministering over in Te Araha today. So we've got some people leading worship. So we just pray God's blessing upon them and that they would be a real blessing to Mountain View Church over there. Um, so a few announcements for you. What is tomorrow, kids? What's tomorrow? Oh, I couldn't hear that. What's tomorrow? Light party. We have got the light party tomorrow. So tomorrow, instead of celebrating Halloween, which is a pretty, um, it's not worthy of celebration, is it? We're going to instead celebrate the goodness of God, and we're going to have a light party celebrating who He is. Yes, that's worthy of a clap. And so I want to encourage you, if you um, can help volunteer at that event, we would love to have you there. It would be much appreciated. We've got some clipboards, I believe, in the foyer to sign up. Um, and uh, yeah, if you can help us put on this wonderful event that will have hundreds of kids here from all around Hamilton. And we're really believing will be a significant time for kids that don't normally go to church. And don't normally call activate their homes. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Hey, kids, it's going to be pretty awesome. So come along. And um, if you've got baking, if you could bring that for the parents' lounge, just drop that into the office tomorrow, and that would be really, really good. And um, if you guys can pray for the event too, let's really believe that it's going to be significant for this city. Coming up on the 14th of November is something for the woman. So I won't be there, but it's called Keep Calm, It's Christmas. So if you're a lady here in the church, make sure you uh, mark that down in your diary. Come along. It's going to be a lot of fun, and you guys will learn all sorts of things about making Christmas fun, and there'll be food, and um, there'll be crafts and activities and all sorts of stuff. So mark that down. Come along. Um, so last Sunday, there was a whole lot of testimonies of God's goodness through healing. Um, so I wasn't actually here, but I heard it was incredible incredible move of God at those gatherings. So I'm just going to share a couple of healing testimonies that took place here last Sunday. So as I share them, let's just let our faith rise. Let's be encouraged by this and let's be vocal with, with giving God some glory with what He's done. So here we are. A lady with severe hip and knee pain was completely healed. A teenager's jaw clicked 
and was told it would need surgery to fix it. She was healed. Jordan couldn't stand with her weight on her leg because of intense hip pain. Totally healed where she can now hop on that leg. That's awesome. Jordan over here. Very cool. Someone with crippling anxiety. They felt it go and God replaced it with peace. Someone with strong depression and negative thoughts was freed, felt completely released from that and has had the most amazing week. Come on, God. A lady with carpal tunnel had a massive reduction in pain, about 80% better. And the last one that I've got here, but I'm sure there were lots of other stories and will continue to come, is Katie Langley had residual nerve pain and numbness after shattering her collarbone in January. After She's completely healed. Any pressure used to hurt, but this week she can do press-ups. How awesome is that? So God, we just give you the glory right now for all these wonderful testimonies of your goodness, of your healing, of your supernatural power. And Lord, we just thank you that you are the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, that you are a healing God and you are all powerful and victorious. And so God, we just declare that people in this building right now that have sickness or pain in their bodies, we declare your supernatural healing upon their bodies, that Lord, by the time they leave this place, they would be fully healed in Jesus' name. Amen. Awesome. Isn't God good? Very, very cool. Fantastic. Well, last uh, two weekends ago, uh, we had the privilege of having our community muckin' day. Uh, so I want to thank you for partnering with us. We, as a church, instead of having a typical gathering like we do here, we went out in the community. We blessed um, a whole lot of schools. We built a whole lot of things. So we've got a wonderful video clip, and I want to thank Jonathan sitting thank at the back there. Thanks for putting this together. Um, so here it is. Day. We're coming to an end of it now. You guys have done some fantastic stuff today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Take a look at what we've done. Here in your light we find What makes us come alive A sacrifice of praise A city on a hill Surrender to your will Your glory on display Your glory on display
Activate churches, activating community transformation. Part of that is getting our sleeves rolled up and wherever we are and whenever we're there, being like Jesus. Thank you for being involved. Awesome. How cool is that? Pretty cool to see, eh? And I was saying in the earlier gathering that I love our name, Activate Church, that it's about doing something. It's about being active, and it's not about just sitting around, you know. It's about getting out there. So thank you so much for partnering with us, and I know that's really blessed our community. Well, kids, it's time for you to head out to Kids Church, if you head out that way. And we just pray God's blessing upon you this morning, and that you'd have lots of fun and learn more about who God is and His incredible love. Thank you, leaders. Thanks for all that you do. Very cool. Well, we're going to enter back into a time of worship, and I just want to encourage you to, um, as I said before, you know, God's arms are open, and I really received a picture of God the Father just extending an invitation to Him. Come, come, come into my loving arms and come and worship me. So I just want to encourage you, step into that place. Don't wait until the second song. Don't wait till the, the, la- the end of the second song. Let's get right in there. Let's give ourselves fully to God because when we draw near to Him, He's there. And we meet with Him and transformation in our lives takes a place in the presence of God. So thanks, Owen and Marilyn. Okay, do you want to stand to your feet? So our King is here. He's right here. He's right in front of you. His Spirit surrounds you. It fills you. His love is what we're singing about today. It's incredible. Yeah, let's position ourselves this morning, church. Yeah, Mm. absolutely. Once you lift your hands or find your own space, close your eyes, and let's take it. Just take a moment, just to um, just to feel His presence, because it is here. Now you're the church, and He loves His church. He draws near. So be encouraged, He is here right now. So in this moment, Lord, we, we make ourselves more aware of Your presence in this place. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you,
The words of that song we're singing is how great, how strong, how awesome is our God. How great is our God. How strong is our God. In this moment, in this place, we're just going to open up a time for people to come forward if they would like some prayer for healing. We've had some incredible testimonies of God's goodness last week. And I want to ask those people in this place that if you need healing, you need a touch of God, why don't you come down into the aisles on this side, in the middle, and on this side. And if you feel that God works through you with healing, you've got faith for healing, then I want you to come out of your seats too and to put your hands on to these people who, are dec- who need a miracle, who need healing, touch of God. And let's have faith that God is going to move today. Let's believe that God is all-powerful and we're going to sing those songs. We're going to sing that chorus. How great, how strong, how awesome is our God. So come forward if you need healing, but also come forward if you've got faith for a miracle. Jesus Let's start declaring those words. How great, how strong. How great. Sing those words of everything you've got. Let's declare these words over these people up the front here this morning.
just stretch out your hands and let's just pray together for these people. Father, we just lift up these people before you, these people that are in need of healing, in need of a supernatural touch of God. And we just declare that your Holy Spirit is in this place ministering right now. And we declare healing in the name of Jesus upon every person, every part of every person's body, mind, soul, spirit, Lord, that people would receive full healing in the name of Jesus. That, Lord, we would hear testimony after testimony of your goodness, of you at work amongst these people here. That, Lord, you are an awesome God. You're a powerful God. You're a good God. And we thank you for the touch upon these people's lives today. And we give you the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. done yet specifically um, want to pray for people with stomach problems there's someone I think specifically with the stomach ulcer if that's you and you're not up here you should come down here and someone could pray for you the other people I, I really um, would like to pray for this morning is if you are close to someone who's not well and they're not here I, I want to invite you to come and stand in for them and let's pray for them they don't need to be here to receive a healing stomach come on stomach as well, great. Well, it's not great, but you know what I mean, yeah. So if you've been prayed for, when you can, you go and sit down, and then those who are coming to stand in for someone, if you come out, it might take us a minute to get to you, but that's all right.
prayed for and while you're in your seats, why don't you stretch your hand in faith and let's partner together because where there's unity, God commands a blessing. And Lord, we need a blessing in this place this morning. We stretch out our hands, Lord. We believe in faith and unity, freedom for healing, Lord, in this place this morning.
you, Jesus, for what you're doing. Father, I thank you that your love toward us is immeasurable. I thank you for touching our lives. I thank you for healing. I thank you for your grace. I thank you that it doesn't matter who we are or where we've been. desire that we know you. We honor you this morning. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, would you be brave enough to give me a wave if you know that God touched your body this morning? A few hands, come on. It's great. Isn't that good? Yeah, great. Very good. Outstanding. Right. We'll keep working with everyone else, eh? God is able. Yes. 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 Able to do the impossible. Yes. The impossible is not the impossible to our God. That's right. Very good. Thank you, guys. Beautiful. <laughs> but different having them down here this morning, eh? It was unreasonable for our guys. They, uh, we got the light party tomorrow night and we had these, these kids' choirs all week and they were going to set up on yesterday, take it all down again tonight and set it up again differently for the light party tomorrow night. I said, that's crazy. Got to look after yourselves. We can handle change. In the words of Pastor Ray, who just happens to come back this week, coming, there's not enough change. <laughs> Hebrews 11 says this, faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things that we cannot see. It goes on to say that through their faith, the, peoples, the people in the days of old earned a good reputation. Faith is absolutely essential to what God is doing, where God is moving, the way he's taking us. I love the sense um, and the evidence of this uh, gentle but constant lift in healing and the miraculous that God is doing. And, uh, you know, two years ago, he asked us to start building a house of prayer. I don't think it is any coincidence. Yeah, two years. Two years the first time. Ten months. Yeah, we did it. We did something. We just didn't do enough. He had to ask twice. And this year we've got the foot down a bit more. But, you know, that, we're just seeing this, this rise. And um, you, you join the dots. You join the dots. Well, we've got the team in Tiara this morning. Pastor Trevor is also in Raglan ministering this morning. So, Lord, we lift him to you. Move through him powerfully in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for CIA. Lord, I thank you for the month we've had. It's not quite finished yet, but I thank you for the month that we've had. I thank you uh, for all the things that have happened through the life of your church this last month. I thank you for the 24-7 prayer and that you are moving and you are touching people's lives. And Lord, we say more, 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 more. Please, more. Father, greater miracles. 
These things and greater, you said. It was your words, not ours. These things and greater. We're asking for these things and greater. We want to see more. Father, we want to see our, our city transformed. We want to see people's lives transformed. We want to see such an environment of faith and such an environment of your presence that when people walk into it, transformation happens. The miraculous happens. Darkness drops off in Jesus' name, and the miraculous takes place. So we thank you for those things. Also, thank you, Father, for the light party tomorrow night, what's going to happen there. That'll be awesome. And I thank you for our future. We honor the past this morning. What a great legacy we stand on. What a great legacy. And we honor the past, and we thank you for the present. It's exciting days. And we thank you for the future, too. Those things that we haven't yet seen. Well, maybe we've seen them in the Spirit. We haven't yet seen in reality. Let them be in Jesus' name. We take hold of those things. We call them into the natural in the name of Jesus. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, today's all about looking forward. That's what we're going to do. We're going to look forward. And um, I'll be straight up with you, okay? We're going to look forward for a few minutes. Then we're going to receive an offering. Good? So be ready. And if you're not ready, don't panic. You can go away, pray about it this week. Then be ready. Or you can go around, pray about it this afternoon, come back tonight and be ready. But we are going to receive an offering this morning. We're going to receive a vision offering. Toward the vision, I'm going to talk about vision this morning. And, um, and, and I just I want you to open your hearts to how you're going to be involved in that. And let's see what God will do. Well, as I said, we've had an amazing month, CIA month. Great. Church in action. I love it. I love everything that we've been doing. I love the video clip. Thank you, Jonathan, wherever you've gone, for putting that together. That was outstanding. And uh, it was really cool seeing that. It's wonderful. And I will, I will send out a uh, pastor's desk um, in the next day or two, and I'll make sure there's a link for that clip in it. If you haven't seen it, we know people that want to see it, so that you can go and watch it. So that'll be good. So if you want to see the video and you normally just bin my pastor's desks, you need to read this one. Thank you to everyone who's been involved too in CIA. Great. Wouldn't have happened without you. You are CIA. So thank you. Absolutely wonderful. And as I said, the light party will be good. Well, I thought this morning we'd start with um, a testimony. That mic. And um, so Michelle, if you'd like to come, that would be great. And we're actually going to have two testimonies. And when I asked Michelle to, to share this this morning, she was very hesitant because I heard of something she did in secret and she wanted to keep it in the secret. <laughs> but I said, there's only a few people, it'll be all right. <laughs> and, but I really, I, I felt keeping it in secret actually wasn't as important as the encouragement you're going to receive, okay? So can you tell us about what you did? And thank you again. Here we go. So um, at the end of the third term, I walked into my youngest daughter's school and I thought, you know what, the atmosphere's changed in here. And I just really felt God say, it's, you need to change the atmosphere back to where it should be, back to my atmosphere, and to just really bring my anointing back to the school. I thought, well, okay, that's, I can do that. I'm not quite sure how, but I'm sure I can do something. And so I thought about it for a week or so, and, and then I chatted to one of the beautiful teachers that works there who also comes to this church, and I said, oh, well, what can, what can I do? Maybe we should go and pray or grab some, some of the 
um, you know, the Christian teachers at the school and we could pray over the school and and we chatted and chatted and then obviously it came to the point where she's like, well, you know, teachers, they like food. So I said, well, I'll, I can do food. So I decided that I'd make some muffins and um, and deliver them on the first day of uh, the fourth term. And so I got to Monday and Byron was away for the whole week and so Monday didn't happen. Tuesday didn't happen. Wednesday, I'm like, got to make them today to deliver them Thursday. So I did that, but then I also felt that God was saying, oh, look, you know, I really want some words to be spoken into it. So it's not just the food, but I, that's the avenue to get it there, but words. So I agonized over these words, as I always do, and um, at about midnight went, oh, it's too flowery. It's too much of this, too much of that. Go to sleep. And I woke up in the morning early and just wrote out this thing that God put on my heart. And I took muffins to school when that was it. Very good. Thank you so much. Isn't that exciting? That's half the story. Because Cornel, where are you? Cornel was the teacher that, there she is over there, that Michelle was having the conversation with. And we don't often get to hear the other side of the story. But okay. Thank you. Well, that morning um, was quite a, a tricky start to the day because the uh, um, whole of the week and the past two months was quite stressful for the whole school. And especially on that Wednesday morning, the staff was really down, like just staff can be down. And um, as I came into the staff room for morning tea, here was this a gorgeous chocolate mousse muffins just everywhere. And teachers just came in and, oh, that's lovely, that's lovely, and sit down. And um, just before we uh, started our morning tea, our deputy principal came and she said, um, uh, guys, can I just read this note to you? And she read the note. I tell you, there's just a silence that fell on that staff room. It was the most beautiful words. It was not just beautiful. It was spirit-inspired, and um, it was uplifting. And it was just, um, after she read it, there was just the silence. And then the whole atmosphere changed. The teachers just clapped, and we talked, and... It was just beautiful um, to see the change in atmosphere. It was just, it was such a small thing, but it was just such a big thing for us at that moment in time. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Isn't that cool? Fantastic. And again, I know Michelle did it in private, but the other side of the coin, you know, the life it brings. Can I encourage you, wherever you are, whenever you are, being like Jesus, has a massive effect. It has a massive effect. We do not know the effect that it has on people, but it's massive. Exciting, eh? So Jesus said, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I've given you, and be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. There's no mystery here. It's really, really clear. There's no mystery. He says, go everywhere, make disciples, baptize, teach obedience, and stick at it. Hang in there. Don't grow weary. Stay at it. And Jesus said, 
I will build my church, and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven, and whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. I, Jesus, will build my church. We've got to remember that. Jesus said he would build his church. Whose church is it? His church. Which might I add, takes it way, way, way out of the realm of being a good idea. Church isn't just a good idea. It's not an idea that someone came up with, I know what we should do, we should do this thing called church. No, it's God's idea, and it's his. We are participating in his idea. I love that. So he says, I will build my church, but you, that's us, here's the deal, I give you the keys, or I give you the power and the authority to unlock heaven's atmospheres wherever you go, i.e. the testimonies. Unlock heaven's atmospheres wherever you go. Not only do you have the authority to unlock heaven's atmospheres wherever you go, but you have the power and authority to lock away any atmosphere that does not represent heaven. That puts us in a pretty important place. That puts the church in a fairly powerful place. That The scope of outworking that is huge. Jesus also said, seek the kingdom of God above all else. Seek the kingdom of God above all else. Again, it's not a good idea, it's a God idea. He says, seek the kingdom of God above all else. So I figure we've got a choice. We're either obedient or we're not. In classic Kiwi language, it's yeah, nah. God gives you a choice. We're either yeah or we're nah. But you can't be yeah, nah. And if you're yeah, that's good. And if you're nah, that's your prerogative. But you can't be yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. So you get to make a choice. I choose yeah. I choose, yeah, there's something about the grace of God. There's something about the privilege of serving him. There's something about the undeserved nature of his love and his grace and his faithfulness and his peace and his hope and his salvation that has intercepted my life that I can't go, nah. I've got to go, yeah. It's undeserved. I've done nothing. I was not in the right place at the right time. You were not in the right place at the right time. In fact, I was probably in the wrong place at the wrong time doing the wrong thing. And yet, the grace of God. The grace of God. Unmerited favor. He reaches out and he says, come on, Sheridan, we can do something with you. We can do something with you. He reaches out to you, put your name in there and says, we can do something with you can do something. I like looking around at the young kids and the, the teenagers and the ones that are a handful. You know, you've got the ones that are well behaved and then you've got the ones that are pushing the boundaries all the time. Yeah. Just trying to, eh, where's the boundary? Step over it. I, I like watching those ones because I think often that's just unbridled leadership and I think, what can God do in and through you when he gets hold of you? When he actually gets you and shakes all the stuff off, you let him, whatever. 
what could he do with you? I look at Paul in the Bible, you know. Uh, I had the privilege, I had uh, um, lunch with Pastor Ray a couple of weeks ago and he came back from overseas. And I said, he'd been over in the, the Bible lands. And I said, so after being over there, what do you think of Paul? You know, is it the distance is bigger or smaller than you thought? He goes, he's a, he's a nutcase. He was a complete nutcase. And I thought, well, it makes sense because he was a nutcase before he encountered God. And afterwards, he was just a nutcase with direction or, di- or a different direction. And, and that's what God does with us, isn't it? You know, it's what he does with us. He, he takes who you are and he turns it from there and he goes, let's go this way. You might be a pain in the butt, but I'll make you a good pain in the butt. That's what he does. It's amazing. It's amazing. Paul said this. He said, now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church. The apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers, their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up his church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ then we'll no longer be immature. We won't be tossed here and there, blown here and there, tricked by people's lives. Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. In today's language, our language, wherever, whenever, be like Jesus. He's given gifts to the church to equip the church that wherever we are and whenever we're there, we will be like Jesus. What's a mature believer look like? It looks like Jesus. That's the objective answer. It looks like Jesus. What's a mature believer look like in our language? This is the subjective answer. It looks like our values, purpose, big-hearted, courageous, kingdom-focused, and belonging. I think Jesus is all of those things and more. But I think we can manage those things with a bit of help. Maybe quite a bit of help. And we just keep working on it. So, I need you to respond. Jesus told us what to do. Yes? Yes, that was a poor response. We have a deal. Remember we have a deal? That's right. Jesus told us what to do. Great. He gave us the pattern for how to do it. Yes, he did. Just read it to you. He gave gifts to the church to help fashion mature disciples to do it. That's right. Just read it to you. So there's one thing left to do, and that's to do it. Where was the yes then? Yes. Yes. You're reticent on that yes, aren't you? Because you're going, oh, that means I've got to do something. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Certain shoes. Just do it. Just do it. But this is where it gets really exciting because he's left us to grapple and work with him on exactly what It is that we're doing what that looks like. I get really excited about that. He's not like, this is it, you've got to fit in this shoebox. That's the way it is. He's going, I invite you now to grapple with me, to wrestle with me on exactly what it is I'm asking you to do in your context to achieve the goals I've asked you to, or the the outcomes I've asked you to achieve. I like that because not every church is the same. You may have noticed. Not every church is the same. But then again, not every person's the same either. 
chances are quite high that the person sitting on your left and on your right is actually quite weird if you can bear them with you. True, eh? If you're brave enough, look at them and nod. We're all different. We're all different. So God is sending us out to do his stuff. He wants us to touch the community. He wants us to touch the nations. But because there's so many colors, he's saying, I want you to do this, and I want you to do this, and I want you to do that. And he goes, oh, no, I've got a good idea. I'm going to make sure my churches come in all different shapes and sizes so that we can touch the whole. So that churches down the road that do things different than the way we do them, champion them. You champion them. They are God's church, and they're displaying that color. And then there's another church, and they're doing something else a different way, and we go, oh, I wouldn't do it that way. That's fine. You don't have to. It's the way they're doing it. Let's champion the color. Then it's us, activate churches. And people probably look at us and go, they won't screwed up a lot of people. That's all right. This is our color, people, green. Uh, it's all right. I just couldn't help myself. We do things the way we do it, and that's cool. Where a problem comes is where people go, I, I'm going to take what you're doing, and instead of wrestling with God, I'm going to try and put it here, and I'll do it too. And they end up with a fake and a plastic copy, and they wonder why it's not authentic. Where God's saying, please, please, please wrestle with me, grapple with me, find out what my heart is for where you are at this time and where you're going, and then work hard on it. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. It's great. It's exciting. When I teach leadership, I actually teach what I've just said like this. We have a mission. The mission is to plant a garden. The whole body of Christ has a mission to plant a garden, if you like. It's the same for all of us. We go, uh, we put around our mission, activating community transformation. But the reality is, our mission is the same as the whole body of Christ. We choose to describe it as activating community transformation. Then is when God says, right, have some fun. Our vision. What kind of garden shall we plant here? What kind of garden shall we build in Hamilton? What kind of, and we grapple with God on that. Because see, I could, I could do a rock garden, which would suit me because there's no plants. I could do a rock garden and when the odd weed comes up, I'd just exterminate with Roundup. I like that. If you come to my house, there's more stones than there is lawn. It's for a reason. I, I could do the rock garden, or I could do a vegetable garden. Or I could do a flower garden. Or I could do a herb garden. Some of you shouldn't do herb gardens. I don't care how you validate it. No, no, no. But it's up to us. We wrestle with God in that, what the garden looks like. And, and that's where the uniqueness and the color comes on. And God has given us, as Activate Church, Activate Churches, he's given us a unique garden to plant and to grow and to watch over. Well, our garden is planted in a soil, and the soil represents our values. And that's where the consistency comes so that we get the crop that we're looking for. I'm told by people who know far more than me that the minerals in the ground will determine what a plant looks like or tastes like. So 
it's important that the soil remains consistent, that we know what the soil is. That's our values. As I said, it's what a mature believer looks like, the, the nature subjectively, but a reflection of Jesus, his purpose, big-hearted, courageous, kingdom-focused, and belonging. That's the soil that we're growing our garden in. Does that make sense to you, all of that? Great. So our mission is activating community transformation. That's a garden. Our vision uh, is wherever, whenever, be like Jesus, and a whole lot more, which I'm going to talk about at the moment. And then, of course, we grow that in our values. So, what kind of garden vision are we a part of? Wherever, whenever, be like Jesus. That's part of it. That is the achievable part of it. There is no reason why every person in this room cannot achieve that part of our vision this week. Actually, there's no reason why you can't achieve it today, tomorrow, the next day, the next day, and the next day. That is, that is a goal, that is an outcome that is within our reach as we apply ourselves there intentionally. Wherever we are, whenever we are, be like Jesus. And it's amazing the outcomes. The potential is there to change the world through that. Who would have known that when Michelle took some muffins to school, the way it would have been received by the staff. Who would have known that? And that can happen on an individual scale, it can happen on a corporate scale, it can happen on all sorts of scales, really. That's why we have this picture that talks about our 10 areas of influence and then how we're involved, whether it's corporately together or whether we're doing individual projects. The fact of the matter, it's all about wherever, whenever, be like Jesus, whether we're doing it corporately or individually, keep going. Keep going. The effects are incredible, absolutely incredible. We can see the world change, literally. But then there's other aspects of our vision. And there are aspects that I don't speak publicly about very often because they concern me that if I put them in front of you too often and hold them up too high, uh, they're long-term. And I think, you know, the Scripture says that the heart... Uh, da -da 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 -da. Hope deferred makes a heart grow sick. And I think, well, if you put it out there too often and hold it up too much and it feels like we're not attaining it, we kind of turn off. But there are greater things that we're working towards that we are making progress towards. But let me tell you what I see when I, see, when I think about Activate Churches. I don't know if I've ever told this to anybody, except the 9 o'clock people. So that's quite a few now. When I think activate churches, I see churches dotted all over New Zealand. And I see churches on every continent in the planet. And I see tens, hundreds, maybe even millions of people who are wherever, whenever, being like Jesus. When I close my eyes, I see that. When I dream, that's what I see. When I need motivation to get out of bed and get it together, that's what I see. When I'm having a pity party and I close my eyes, that's a vision God's given me. That's what I see. And why not? It's called faith. Why not? We've got work in, uh, in the Punjab in India. Didn't have that a couple of years ago. Didn't start that, but we've been given it to nurture and to lead forward. That's pretty exciting. We've got missionaries all around the planet doing different things. We're probably a lot further toward that 
goal, then you realize we have, not necessarily by name, but by close relationship, we have churches scattered between Christchurch and South Auckland. That's pretty exciting. And then to step it out one further to Acts Church Movement, we've got close relationships with churches from Invercargill to Kaitaia. It's all achievable. In God, it's achievable. That's what I see. But I want to come back and I want to talk about Hamilton. So you've got wherever, whenever. You've got all over the planet. Let's talk about Hamilton. Let's talk about Hamilton. A church Hamilton is yet to see. Prophetically, God has asked us to place the thumbprint of his kingdom on our city. That's what God's asked for prophetically. Place the thumbprint of the kingdom on the city. Well, that's an apostolic mandate. That's a, that's a mandate to establish something of significance and to send out, to bring cultural change. So what's it going to look like? Well, I'll show you a little bit of what it will look like. Can the host team please run around with those brochures? Go as fast as you can. Is this all right so far? Are you getting it? Oh, okay. Three people. That's great. Still got some work to do, I can see. Hold your hand up if they haven't come your way yet. Oh, we're just about there. Oh, you keep your hands up. Yeah, that's great. Brilliant. We're nearly there. Keep your hand up. Halfway down on the this side. Brilliant. Great. So in Hamilton, what do we see? And I will say what I see. What I, what I, what I. But when I say I, the elders, I mean we, and everyone's in our eldership and that 100% unity on this. But I will say I because I own this. This is passionate to me. And so keep going, we doesn't feel quite right when I. It's got a bit of guts to it. See, activate community campus. Imagine creating a legacy of hope. Imagine that for our city. Imagine in decades to come, created a legacy of hope. Our vision is to build an open community campus that will see the needs of our local community being met. Built on Christian values, the campus is equipped to meet various needs of local community, including spiritual, social, and medical needs. This open campus is an expression of our mission, activating community transformation by wherever, whenever, being like Jesus. This campus is a place for people. Sorry, this campus is a place for the people of the community. We see a campus that's home to Activate Hamilton. It says Activate Church Hamilton there, but I say Activate Hamilton very intentionally 
because this is part of Activate Hamilton. When we come together, we activate Hamilton. But this and ATC, Activate Training Centres, and Community Link, and Activate Foundation all make up Activate Church, Hamilton. This is a part of that. We see a campus that's home to Activate Hamilton, to Vision College, to Train Me, which are divisions of ATC, Activate Training Centres, Community Link, including Parent Link, Budget Link, Food Link, Teen Link, Property Link, Senior Link, and more links. Activate Medical Centre. That's prophetic because it's not quite called that yet, but Activate Medical Centre. Activate Fitness and Cafe. Activate Child Care and more. Why not put some things in there like emergency housing or student accommodation or whatever? Why not? Why not? Think big. I'll get, my trouble, I'll get in trouble if I say that. The vision is to develop the campus in a modern, tranquil, park-like environment. So the dream is a spiritual dream, it's a social justice dream, it's a fitness dream, it's a social services dream, it's a health and medical dream, it's a recreation dream. The vision is to build an open community campus for the people of Hamilton so that the local community will know this campus as theirs. We'll be able to meet the holistic needs of our community. We bring the goodness of God to our local community. We can offer excellent community and social services. And we will see our local community with crime down, poverty down, violence down, and hope up. The dream. Excellence in delivery of top quality services. Offer excellent community and social services. Holistic care. Increasing hope. And it will be good for the city. We believe true hope is found in personal relationship with Christ. We also believe that it is our responsibility to wrap excellent quality practical services around this hope as an expression of God's goodness to our community. Our vision is ambitious. Our vision is unique. I don't know anywhere else on the planet that's doing this. This is what God's asked of us. Our vision is local, yet it is far-reaching. And just put it right out there, our vision is expensive. That should say very, very, very expensive. <laughs> our vision represents kingdom of God values. Our vision can be your vision. That's my desire, is that it's not oh, their vision. This is your vision or my vision. My vision. You know? My church is doing this because God asked us to. Our vision can be your vision. Together we can move from dream to reality. Again, the dream. Many ask why. We're asking why not. We believe that these great ideas can become a reality and will become a reality. The dream is that you'll become part of something amazing. And that will leave a legacy. We'll leave a legacy for our city. We'll leave a kingdom of God legacy in the future. Wow, pretty cool. Do you like that? I think it's cool. And I, I want to encourage you that we're actually further along 
than you realize in, in seeing this come to pass. It's all kind of been underground. And one day it'll go pop up and you go, wow, that happened fast. No, it won't be fast. It will have been a lot of hard work from a lot of people over a lot of years, but it will pop up. And um, so, so we've got Activate Hamilton. We're doing all right. Wherever we've never been like Jesus, we are making a difference. We are seeing some great things happen. I'm absolutely ecstatic that we are seeing the water table of faith rise. I am, I'm beside myself almost that we are seeing more and more of the supernatural power of God moving amongst us, whether we're here together or out there. It's absolutely fantastic. And that hasn't come just as a, you know, build me a house of prayer, he said. We're working diligently doing what he's asked us to do. Being obedient, we're seeing results for that. It's great, I think we're only this far of that far getting there, but we are on the move. ATC, Activate Training Centres New Zealand. 30 years history born from this church. 30 years history. It was born because there were a bunch of guys that were hanging around the church. They were probably rat bags. And the leaders of the day said, we've got to do something with these guys to help them out. And they started a, a market garden and taught them how to grow their own vegetables. That was the starting of ATC. Now, 30 years on, we can train you in early hood, uh, childhood care. We can train you in computing. We can train you in music. We can take you right through to a degree in music or a degree in counselling. We can train you in business. We can train you in leadership. That's just vision college. Then we've got train me. Train me can train you in trades. Train Me can help you get equipped for life and get a job. Amazing. That's Train Me. We've got instant, instant supplies, curriculums to 85% of New Zealand high schools. We are the largest, I believe we are the largest uh, curriculum producer provider in New Zealand. It's coming out of here. That's pretty cool. That is very cool. And we've got leadership, which, which uh, numeracy, literacy, and leadership training in the workplace. That's just ATC. That's been going for 30 years. That's a big chunk of our vision. Then you've got Community Link. It's been going five years, roughly. At Community Link, we're seeing all sorts of things happen. Every time you blink, a new link has started. It's like, I didn't know we had that. No, well, we didn't last week, but we have this week. It's fantastic. Community Link's growing like this. It's very exciting. The challenges, the finances are growing like this. That's very challenging. But it's very exciting. Community link. So all these things will come together onto one campus. And then we've got Activate Medical, which isn't called that yet, but it will be. Activate Medical. And so three years ago, roughly, I invited all the medic people who work in the area of medical to come out for lunch. I think it was one Sunday after church, actually, after our gathering. And we all went and we sat around some big tables in a restaurant and I shared the vision that I had with them that on our campus we could offer medical services for the community. What could that look like? Well, three years later, and a lot of hard work from people other than myself, we have a medical centre. We have a medical centre. We've just done that. We have a medical centre. That's amazing. That is amazing. So there is a whole lot more happening underground than you realise. What we really need now is we need the release of a couple of buildings that we're looking at. They're mine. I say mine, see? I said I'd say that. They're mine. By faith, they're mine. And not if, maybe, they're mine by faith. They're ours by faith. They're yours by faith. Just got to call those things in. 
come on, Jesus, it's time they were released. There was time they were released. Call them in. They need to be released at a decent price too. Like I said, it will be very expensive. So what can we do now? What can we do right now to help us forward with our vision? Well, there's several things. One, we can pray. Pray. Let's call those buildings in in Jesus' name. Let's call them in. Got the site sorted? Just call those buildings in in Jesus' name. We need to get them so we can start to move forward slowly. Secondly, vision offering. It's time for us to start to get some resources aside so that as opportunity opens, we can move forward into what God's got us to do in the future, where he's got us going. So we need to start to uh, put some resources aside. So I'm not talking putting $2.50 in the offering. I mean, if, if you want to do that and that's what you can do, thank you. But like 250000 would be more helpful. <laughs> I see say it with a smile on my face, but I'm serious. Uh, you know, uh, we, we, we need resource to go forward. There's a whole lot of costs in something like this before you even see it. And I'd like to say, well, if you put uh, you know, 10,000 here today, you'll see this tomorrow. You won't. You won't. This is sowing a seed of faith is what it is. Yeah. We're sowing seeds of faith, and the money will be used for moving forward, the vision. But we're sowing seeds of faith today for what will be tomorrow. And what I am really asking for is 100% buy-in. Is 100% of us go, right, this is what God's asked us to do. This is what we believe it looks like. Let's go. Because I tell you what, I believe we're going to do it, but I'd far rather not make it giving my everything than not try. Having said that, I believe we're going to get there. I absolutely believe it. It's tattooed on the inside of my eyelids. I believe we're going to get there. I believe we are going to leave a legacy in our city that God's asked us to leave. And so I invite you, you might not have come prepared to give this morning. That's all right. Why don't you go and pray about it for a week? Go with your partner, your husband, your wife, and pray about it for a week. If you're married, if you're not, pray about it for an hour. Come back tonight, give them. But go and pray and how about, let's make it happen. Let's do our part. God's going to have to do his bit. There's a whole lot more stuff God's got to do on his side than we've got to do on our side. But on our side, we've got to get in behind it and go, Rightio, God, my faith is here. I'm sowing here. I'm expecting a miracle. I'm expecting a miracle. So I've got ahead of myself. These are the ways we can give. Think of it as sowing a seed. Think of the garden. You sow the seed, the plant doesn't come up overnight. But you've got to sow the seed. You can give on FPOS in the foyer. You can give online. There's the bank account number. You can give on Pushpay. That's the way I like to do it. It's a fantastic app. There's giving cards in your seats. There's lots and lots of ways. We're going to pass the bags around in the moment just in case you've got 100,000 cash in your pocket. Gratefully received. We're going to do it that way as well. So I, we believe 
absolutely passionately, this is what God is wanting us to do, that he's wanting us to leave something significant and do something significant in our city, that is the call, that is the mandate for Activate Church. Significant legacy comes from significant faith, and significant faith requires significant obedience. And as I said, my desire is that every one of us gets involved. And at this stage, that looks like praying and giving. Give you a spade later. (laughs) Father, I thank you that as we have wrestled with you, you've made it clear what you'd like us to do. And Father, this morning I I ask that you would stir every one of our hearts, that this would be more than a good idea, that, that each of us would catch more than an idea this morning, we'd catch something of the seed of God that you're stirring and you're asking. Lord, in the natural, the whole thought of doing this uh, is a bit scary. It's probably beyond our reach. But you've asked it, and you'll cause it to come into place. And so this morning we align ourselves with your promises and your instructions and say, do your thing. And I ask that you'd stir each one of us to do our thing. In Jesus' name. Father, the scripture says... You shall declare a thing and it will be established and the sun will shine on those waves. So this morning, I've declared. Let it be established. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, the host team, if you could ready yourselves to receive an offering this morning, that would be great. But like I say, feel free to go and pray about it. I'm not actually asking for a spontaneous response. What I'm asking for is a response to God about where he's taking us. And if you need to take some time and pray about that, spend some time pondering it, that's good. I really encourage that. In the meantime, let's pass the bags around and if you're ready to go, let's receive that. It also says up there, oh, it's gone now. Can we get that back? Is that possible? Don't forget your giving numbers. The government are incredibly generous in this country. They give us a third back of everything we give. So make sure when you do give, you write vision offering on it and you write your giving number on it. If you haven't got a giving number, get in contact with the office and they will make that happen. very quiet. Let me tell you a story while this is happening. I was in Australia, um, I don't know, 10 days ago or sometime, and I, I was with a group of Australian pastors and we went to the Hillsong movie, which is very good, by the way, if you want to go and see a movie. Very, very good. 
And um, we went in and we sat down and there was a big group of us and the theatre was about half full and the movie started. I thought, oh, that's all right. Ten past, ten minutes into the movie playing, suddenly all these people come in and sit down and suddenly the theatre's full. And I thought, got to be a Christian event. (laughs) How many people go to the movies ten minutes late? Half a theatre? I thought, oh, yeah. Anyway, no more needs to be said. (laughs) Father, bless your church in Jesus' name. Thank you for inviting us to partner with you and be part of something very, very special. I pray and I declare that through Activate Churches, Hamilton City will be incredibly blessed. Heaven will be populated. Heaven will be populated. That tens of thousands of hundreds of millions of people around the globe would find themselves in heaven because the efforts and the obedience of Activate Church. We invite you to do the impossible and stir us to do the possible. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Excellent, hey? No shortage of vision at all. And our, heart and our, our prayer would be that you um, take hold of that vision that you grab that and you take ownership of it. And I also want to encourage you, these little brochures, let's not just put them down somewhere and forget about them. Let's continually um, view these and put them in places, maybe on the front of our fridge, um, so that we can just regularly pray into what God has asked of us as a church. Exciting, very, very exciting. A few things for you before we go. Um, The take-home question, if you have kids in our kids' ministry, is how does it feel when you do something nice for someone else? So I'll say that again. How does it feel when you do something nice for someone else? So if you are a parent and have kids in kids ministry, try to start that conversation today with them. Um, they may start it with you, but if they don't, start it with them and let's um, build some good conversations in the household. Um, a few other things to make you aware of. If you are a guest, so your first time to activate on the right-hand side as you exit, um, we have some gift packs there for you, um, coffee card and, and, and um, information about the church. So make sure you grab one of those. And thank you so much for coming to Activate today. Um, let's be purposed in our giving. So we have giving stations on the left-hand side of both exits with FPOS machines and um, things like that. If you need a help with um, a hand with the machine, just come and find one of us and we'd be happy to help you there. Um, If you would like to receive prayer for anything, um, then feel free to come to the end. We've got a team that would love to stand with you and pray with you at the end. So um, tonight we've got Pastor Sheridan sharing again on vision. So if you want your second dose for the day, make sure you come along. Um, I'm sure it'll be, yes, yes, that's right, offering. You can give it the offering tonight as well. Pray for your hour today and um, fast lunch and then come come tonight. That's excellent. Hey, thanks so much for coming out. Wonderful to have you here. Have an awesome day. Come to um, 6 p.m. tonight, and we'll see you next Sunday. Bless your church.